0: Welcome to the Marie Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome, everyone, to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I am Marie, and we are in South Bellevue, just a little bit of a distance away from Seattle, across the bridge. A gorgeous, gorgeous sunny day here in the studio, and today we're going to talk about energy medicine. And for those of you who are calling in, because this is a call-in show, just letting you know that our audio engineer, Tom, is doing a double duty tonight, so you might want to let the phone ring a little bit longer than normal. He'll get to it, get you on hold, and we'll get you through the phone lines to answer your questions. Tonight, we're going to be talking about energy medicine, and thankfully, um, on Monday, I was able to talk about energy medicine as a guest on the John Holland Show on Hay House Radio, and I'm just sending out a shout to John, thanking him again for having me on the show, and all the wonderful callers and emailers we've had, um, who have emailed into uh, my website, and all the callers that we've had, it's just been wonderful, and um, the CDs that have been going out the, the door. So thank you so much, John, for um, supporting me and for letting me be a part of your, um, your Monday hour. So we may have some new um, listeners. We always do here on the Manu Manuturer Show, thankfully. I'm grateful for all the listeners that we do have, and I think we're going to have a few more. So just remember, let the phones ring a little bit as Tom will be running in, back and forth, answering your calls and getting the information that you have. So energy medicine, which is the theme of this show anyway, every show is based on energy medicine, but particularly tonight, it's about understanding how energy moves into the body, how it moves, why it moves in a particular direction, and and what disease processes are connected to what shocker and what can we do differently to help heal these disease processes. And of course, even better than that, perhaps preventing disease, which is a big part of energy medicine in terms of gaining an awareness, having consciousness to what you're experiencing and feeling, and then using tools, techniques um, to shift the way energy flows in, in your body. Literally based on quantum physics, energy moves into our body based on how we feel. So what we're feeling, what we're thinking Allow subatomic particles to move into the body. And in energy medicine, we actually start at the bottom. There are seven primary chakras located in the physical body. There are over 3,000 minor chakras in your body. And the smaller ones are actually in joint, cartilage, muscles, subcutaneous space, all of these kind of hidden places, if you will. Um, And the primary chakras are boldly placed through the center of the body. We start in the pelvic floor, that's where the root chakra is. It extends to about mid-thigh. And then the first chakra, so the root chakra is considered the first chakra. The second chakra is right below the belly button. Um, the solar plexus or the third chakra is in the solar plexus, right in between your rib cage. The heart chakra is in the chest and the center of the chest or the fourth chakra. The fifth is in your throat or the throat chakra. Um, the third eye or the sixth chakra is in the center of your brain. And then the seventh chakra is on top of your head. Um, Right at the crown, there's a tip of the cone that's nestled into the crown of your head. So in energy medicine, we start at the bottom of these seven primary chakras in terms of anatomy and physiology and emotional components, because the root chakra or the first chakra is the foundation for your entire energetic system. It is developed and formulated during those growing up years. Emotionally, it's about how you felt with your family relationships, how you felt about school, the relationships you had that you made with your friends, Um, the environment that you lived in, your home, did you enjoy it? Did you like it? Did you feel safe, nurtured and loved? Because that's what helps develop a healthy root chakra. And because it's the foundation of our entire energetic system, that's why going back to our childhood and figuring out what our thoughts or beliefs were at that time, greatly affect our entire body and our health system. The interesting part of it, if you believe in past lives like I do, if you believe in reincarnation and past lives, then whatever you're working on from previous lifetimes, it's going to show up in your childhood. It's going to become present. It's going to be yelling at you in a way so that you have another opportunity to work on it. So, Tom, we're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines because we have a phone call from pretty far away.
1: We do. We have uh, Herbina calling all the way from Ibiza, Spain.
0: Fabulous. So why don't we go ahead and talk to Herbina? Hello, Herbina? Hello. Hello? 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 Hi, how are you? Are you there, Herbina? Hello. <laughs> I don't know if she can hear us. Tom's going to try a new technique, see if she can hear us. Can you hear us, Herbina? Hello? There, can you hear us? Yes, I'm here now. Great, great. What can I do for you tonight? This is Marie.
2: Oh, hi, Marie. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm calling for my husband, Jerry. Right. And uh, he is uh, he actually has pain on his right side of the body. Got for a long time. Uh-huh. And it's actually on right shoulder and neck. Mm-hmm. That's the most. And also the right hip, the right knee, and the lower back. Wow. But m- mostly it's the shoulder and the neck, which he feels restriction and also gives him headaches sometimes.
0: Uh-huh. Um, so
2: I, I don't know if you have any insight in that.
0: Yeah, actually, I, I um, Tom was able to kind of type in husband's health issue when you originally called in, because you called him before I went live. And so I was actually, I've been looking at your husband's energy for several minutes now and, mm-hmm. and, and gaining some insights. Um, I, I did not know that most of his pain was on the right side. I'm definitely in his lower back. There's a connection to the second layer of the field, and I'll talk about that. But the right-hand side of the body is about, it's masculine energy, and it's about power it's about moving forward in one's life. Yes. And, and so, is that something that's been challenging for him most of his life?
2: Well, I mean, he has had a very interesting life and he did a lot of, lot of interesting things. It was actually always moving forward. And now it's more quiet in our life. We do a lot of studying and spiritual stuff and working on ourselves, like kind of to uh, improving, yeah, improving our life and also our health. So.
0: Well, that sounds like fun actually. I mean and but is he okay with not pushing forward or having a lack of busyness?
2: I think so. I, I think he likes the quiet lifestyle at the moment.
0: Good, good. Okay, well, the area that where I'm drawn to mostly is his his lower back, the whole lumbar area, and I'm drawn there left and right side, not just the right side. And when I'm in that part of the body, it lets me know that that person may also have a hard time saying no, or they may carry a certain amount of guilt. They may feel like they um, need to please people in order to be good. Is mm-hmm. this sounding something like um part of your husband's personality. He seems quiet to me as well.
2: Yes, yes, yeah. that's true. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, it's- pardon? Yes, that fits, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so what I'm going to ask that he does, because he's actually leaking energy out of his lower back
1: quite uh-huh. a bit.
0: That's what I'm seeing, a leak of energy. Yes. And, and when I see the leak, I go all the way to the second layer of the field, which is the emotional response center. I think your husband's actually quite intelligent. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is, yeah. Uh, I think he's actually multisensory. In other words, he's been able to sense and feel people and their circumstances pretty much all of his life. Mm-hmm. And so what, what's happening is he's unfortunately, in my mind, he's taking ownership of other people's problems. And then he's um, moving it into his emotional plane, his emotional, the second layer of the field that surrounds his body. And he's making it more about him than segregating or compartmentalizing it that it's not him. Mm-hmm. You know, A mm-hmm. lot of times I don't want people to c- compartmentalize. In fact, more men tend to put things in a linear perspective than women do. But mm-hmm. in this case, I'm asking your husband to do that, to kind right. of be more honest with himself about um, about the, the emotions, to separate what's really his and what are the emotions of other people so that he won't lo- lose his compassionate presence and spirit, but learn mm-hmm. to separate that out so it doesn't get stuck in his energy. And then perhaps we won't see much of a leak. Um, mm-hmm. what I'm going to ask regarding the shoulder, cause I think your husband's having some referred pain that could be potentially, and of course I encourage people to see physicians, get x-rays, MRIs, yeah. you know, I think that's important to get checkups. We have, you know, Western medicine, especially if things aren't being resolved and you know, I support having checkups. I think it's a really good idea, but yeah. I actually think that your husband may be having some gallbladder discomfort energetically. That's how I feel. And there's gallbladder. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's that's a s- interesting. There's a simple recipe for it, if indeed it is gallbladder. And, again, you know, it sounds like he's having a lot of pain, so I would hope that he's had a checkup or, you know, does at some, you know, within some short amount of time. Just, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea to have a checkup. Um, but there, there's an actually easy recipe, and this may, you know, help figure out if the pain de- decreases, this right side of pain that he's having, especially shoulder and mm-hmm. kind of upper um, kind of axillary pain, flank area, that mm-hmm. can be gallbladder, at least. That's how I see it many times energetically. So yes. some hot water, first thing in the morning, and if he can drink citrus, half of a fresh-squeezed organic lemon. And Because what the gallbladder does is it decompresses. Um, when it's detoxifying, it decompresses and it emulsifies fats. It's one of the things it does. It also helps with digestive um, enzymes for the stomach and the intestinal tract. And so somehow something's not... Working as well as it could. And so hot water helps the gallbladder first thing in the morning, though, because it decompresses generally between three and six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh-huh. that could very well help. And then, um you know, he needs to, in my opinion, figure out what he feels <laughs> and separate that out because this, we want the leak in his lower back to go away. Yes. Right? Because that could help the rest of his physical body.
2: All oh, right. So that will also affect his knee then and the hip and. and everything right
0: yeah because it's interesting to have that much discomfort right all on one side of the body I mean it's it's usually we get one area that hurts for a while not just all of them you know aching and and discomfort so there's clearly an emotional energetic connection to it because his seventh chakra looks good to me so you know I'm I'm not like overly worried about perhaps some central nervous system aspect Mm -hmm. but I, I still encourage a checkup You know, uh, just Mm -hmm. to be on the safe side. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you have any other questions?
2: Actually, if uh, I could just quickly ask for myself, uh, very, very quick, uh, um, I'm having headaches lately, Uh quite a bit. Uh Do you have any, do you see anything?
0: Yeah, and I I, um, I don't know if you've ever listened to the show before, but I tend to be kind of direct and to the point, and you actually are that way yourself. Um, and so my energy may seem even more direct, um, because you tend to be direct and straightforward. (laughs) Um, I think you're blocking your intuition a little bit, Uh, actually more than a little bit headaches because the sixth chakra or the third eye resides in the brain. Typically (laughs) headaches are about blocking one's intuition. I probably, you've been really over worrying about your husband and I don't blame you. I, I would be alarmed as well if one of my loved ones is in that much discomfort, Um, and, but I think intuitively, I think you actually are very intuitive and, Mm -hmm. and I think the answers to life are generally relatively simple. And, and I think that you're trying to find the answer with, although I appreciate the phone call tonight, but you're trying to find the answer on your own. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's great that you've reached out to me, but I think there are probably people in your community you could reach out to as well. And and believe me, you know, the answer, you're very intuitive. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. I'll just think about
0: that. Well, and and it's so funny because as I'm saying it to you, the opening at the back of your head is is getting a little bit smaller. So the occipital ridge just below it, there's a psychic opening Mm -hmm. and um, it connects to the fourth dimension, which is called the plane or the psychic realm, the intuitive realm. And Mm -hmm. and now that I'm looking at you and kind of complimenting you a little bit more rather than being... uh, Rather than being so direct, you're actually opening up that piece because you are very intuitive. But I think sometimes when you're worried about loved ones, um, your energy gets kind of forceful. And mm-hmm. intuition is about flow. It's about learning to be neutral. It's about not worrying too much, mm-hmm. you know, and, and letting the answer come and then following the answer, even if it doesn't really gel with what you would normally do, right. if that makes sense. I
3: see. i
0: mm-hmm. okay. yeah. Yeah, thank you. That's so helpful. Thank you good. So much. Good. And please let me know how your husband does. I would love to know um, how he does. Yeah, yeah.
2: Great. Okay. Thank you for all the good work you're
0: doing. Oh, sure. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. I hope, I hope Spain is beautiful. I'm sure it is today. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> thank Bye. you so much. Bye-bye. So we were talking about... Um, um, with our caller, we we're talking about the second layer of the field, which is the emotional response center. It's uh, your aura is like an eggshell that surrounds you. It's quite thick. It's um, it can be very dense. It's very unique, and I think complicated. I think the aura is even more complicated than chakras for me personally, um, a lot of information is on each layer of the field and that correlates to the chakra system as well. So the second layer of the field is the emotional response center. So the emotional response center in, in, in this case, Um, The caller's husband, I believe, was taking in a lot of emotions from other people, and I think it was kind of creating some depletion in his energy field. So hopefully we'll hear back and and see how he progresses, and of course we send all of our light there um, to ensure healing and health. So Tom, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines?
1: Okay, we've got Susan calling from Ellensburg.
0: Great. Hi, Susan. Hi. Hi, how are you?
4: Hey, I'm okay. How are you?
0: I'm great. Thank you. Good.
4: Thanks for taking my call. Of
0: course. What can I, I do for you tonight?
4: Well, I was wondering if you could give me a little reading, I guess. I called okay. about three weeks ago when you did the Root Chakras okay. um, show, and um, I talked to you about I had gotten out of the hospital, and I had a right. weird thing going on with my veins.
0: Right. And, How are you doing?
4: Well, I'm doing a lot better. Yay! Energy and stuff. Yay! I think has settled out. And I've kind of settled into really hard, lumpy veins on one of my, hands. <laughs> and so I got a name for it. It's called superficial thrombophlebitis.
0: Okay, yeah, phlebitis. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: usually in the legs, I guess. But anyway, they're just these hard little lumps that right. are actually kind of. They came on so fast, and now they're just kind of sitting there, and <laughs> slowly they're slowly growing. Oh really? But, um, and the doctor said they they may go away and they may not. So I I went to an acupuncturist, and Good. I'm going to can maybe help me, but when I, I just had this feeling like, um, um, like, like, I just have been living, like, I think I told you I had an experience in the hospital, and I just, I just feel like I've been living my life blocking all of my blessings, Mm -hmm. and when I, I just had this hip about these veins, like, like, this is your life, and you're (laughs) blowing it up, and... So it just felt kind of symbolic to me, and, but I'm sitting there just looking at them, and they're hard, and... I know. They're not in my deep veins, so...
0: Which is so wonderful, yeah.
4: Yeah, and, right. And a lot but of... I just, Okay.
0: A lot of these type of inflammation and, of course, what you're having is some blood that's accumulated in your veins that hardened, if you will. Luckily, they're not moving in any dangerous way. And and many times they are absorbed. So many times they get reabsorbed into the body and then whatever leftovers are, are moved around. But I think you're incredibly insightful about not receiving your blessings because think about blood. First, veins pull it back. You know, arteries are, you know, pumping the blood through the body, right? And then veins are pulling the blood back to your heart and your lungs and all these other important organs. I think you're absolutely right on. So there are three primary chakras in the physical body that, in my opinion, are really important when it comes to receiving all chakras are receivers and transmitters of life force energy all of them are but there's three major chakras that have a lot to do with reception they are the root chakra which we were talking about last time which does govern blood and that would mean your veins um, the other one is the back of the heart chakra and then the third one is the crown chakra the top of the head uh, and so the root chakra is about taking earth energy in, which it looks like to me you definitely have improved. And that's probably one of the reasons why your health has improved as well, because now you have more energy. You're able to feed your blood better and your bones and, and you know, maybe do some resolution regarding some childhood issues regarding receiving. The, the m- most um, active chakra that receives what I consider to be the highest amount of energy is through the upper back. Um, and and that area is is again, called the highest receptivity center in the physical body. And so what you can do is whether any, someone compliments you, says, thank you, have a nice day. Like when you go to Starbucks and you, you know, they say, thank you, have a nice day, your job, which is one of my favorite things to do in the morning, by the way, I happen to like Starbucks. Um, your job is to feel or visualize or sense energy moving somehow into your back. And what I do is I visualize blue heron, a flock of blue heron flying into my back because it happens to be one of my favorite birds. You have not been great at receiving, which you actually were able to assess without any of my help um, accurately, uh, which means you're on the right track, which means that you're growing awareness. And then now the job is to take action so that you can create change externally in your life. So your external life can start to match the internal changes that you're making. So this exercise of receptivity, for when I look at it for you, Susan, this is a lifelong exercise, not something you just do for a couple of weeks because receiving is not your favorite thing. The crown chakra on the top of the head, I believe that you know, metaphorically it receives unconditional love from the heavens is how I experience it. So what you want to do is visualize warm light coming in through the top of your head all the way down into the depths of your body. And, and then feel like... Um, think of people that, that you love unconditionally or a pet or a piece of land, or trees, whatever it happens to be. Feel that love that you have unconditionally for others and then transfer that love into your body for you. So, so these are things that you can do that can start you, start you to receiving the miracles in life and get those veins m- moving energy and blood to the right areas without problems. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Good. And and when you're feeling over sympathetic for other people, because that is a pattern of yours as well, I would love for you to just use your right hand and with a few fingers just tap gently mid-sternum, and that will help your heart chakra um, basically not um, give of itself too much and be focused more on you.
4: When I feel myself being pulled to be overly sympathetic, tap on my sternum.
0: Right. Very lightly, right hand, couple fingers for a couple minutes. And that should, that will help your heart chakra move into balance. Okay. Okay. Okay.
4: So, um, amidst this, I'm, can I ask you one more question? Absolutely. Uh, Amidst this, I'm having to, uh, find a new home and find some work, um, a new work. And I just, I'm feeling really overwhelmed with, I guess, with, lost and regret about all the good things i've had and i haven't really recognized mm-hmm. and i've mm-hmm. given up so easily and it's like mm-hmm. i haven't had perspective and mm-hmm. i feel like there's just this dark cloud <laughs> i mean this what it feels physical almost right. on me all the time that it's like i kind of shake it off and i it just seems like that's i don't i don't i don't i guess i feel like i don't know how to let it go and mm-hmm. does it does it seem like I can let it go. Yeah, I...
0: it, it does. I mean, the fact that you're feeling better means that you are letting go of some things, that you're readjusting your energy. And I think that uh, traditionally for you, it's been a pattern to kind of self-sabotage. And this is a form of sabotage when you move into regrets. And it takes practice to learn how to run your energy differently. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. It, it takes diligent work. Changing our beliefs and our feelings is work. It it can turn into enormous joy and get easier and easier, especially when we see results. But I think you're absolutely on the right path, and I think moving is, like, number one for you because I think you'll be in a happier environment that will feed you energetically. So moving is number one.
4: Do you see that moving far? Moving?
0: Uh, Are you wanting a warmer place?
4: A warmer place? Mm
0: -hmm. Like California or something like that. Well, actually, you're in Ellensburg, so it's pretty warm there.
4: <laughs> it's pretty warm. It's yeah. pretty warm, and I, I, yeah, I, I feel like energetically I'm better in a city, but I also feel like I have some. I mean, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I also feel like I have people who are ill, and
0: I. I know, but that's pulling on you right now, and it, and I think until you get really ill, and until you get really well, you don't want to be around a lot of the illness. So, so notice one of the things that happens is that you process and process and process and the answers to life are incredibly simple. They come to us pretty quickly, fairly spontaneously, and our job is to listen and, and, Hold on to those ideas and not try to think our way out of it. So even if you just want to move down the block for now, that's perfectly fine. Like, tell yourself it's okay. Give yourself permission to move along instead of, well, should I be here or do I need to be in California or should I be in Seattle? You know, just do Uh one step at a time. Continue to move your energy in a positive direction and more and more signs and information will become available to you rather than sitting and pondering and worrying, which slows the process down.
4: And waiting for, like, the big, big answer.
0: Right. And, and the universe rarely does it like that. It's, it's subtle, simple, um, neutral. <laughs> but the, the more you walk towards the answer, if you will, the stronger the signs get. So accepting the information that you get and, and being okay with it, not making it a big deal, allows the signs um, or the synchronicities to be more consistent. Okay? Yeah. Okay.
4: That's easier said than so. I agree.
0: I said it was hard work. It yeah. is hard work, but it's worth Very. it. You deserve yeah. it.
4: Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Marie.
0: Okay. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And you are listening to the Marie Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and we, we just want to thank all of the callers that have called in already, and we have one more phone line available right now. So we're going to go ahead and go to break, and we'll be right back with the Marie Cherry Show.
1: Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life will be taught August 16th at the Bellingham Public Library, Fairhaven Branch, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our lives are a reflection of our beliefs. Beliefs live deep in the human body, and many people have an unconscious connection with their belief system. What would it be like if you discovered what your true beliefs are saying to you day in and day out? Most human beings have negative beliefs and have no idea what their belief system is telling them day after day. Imagine what it would be like if you discovered what your true beliefs are. Imagine if you could change negative beliefs into positive empowering beliefs. This class will show you how. This exciting new class has gotten rave reviews and here's what some of the class participants have been saying. This class is eye opening. I had no idea what my beliefs were and now I feel empowered to change them. It was fun to see, almost humorous, how we can rationalize our beliefs. I appreciated the tools needed to change them. Space is limited. Registration by phone is available at 425 445-1848 445-1848 or on the web at www.energyintuitive.com. The Marie Manucherry Show is streamed live over the internet, so if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425 425- 373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation.
5: Music, the stuff of creation.
1: What a powerful tool for healing, inspiring, and connecting us to source.
5: And to each other. We'll talk about it. We'll play it.
1: We'll have a lively discussion with guests who are doing it.
5: So join us Monday and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.
1: Saturday mornings at 11. Tune in to Living Music Radio on KKNW 1150 AM or livingmusicradio.com. Write it down, shout it loud. Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now wasn't that fun?
0: And welcome back to the Marie Manucherry Show. I love those commercials. I think they are so cute. So we're going to go right ahead onto the phone lines. And who do we have on the phone, Tom?
1: We've got Fran calling from Auburn, Alabama.
0: Great. Hi, Fran. Hi. How are you? I'm good, Marie. How are you? I am great. What can I do for you?
3: I have been working with clients, uh, uh-huh. doing a little bit
0: of... Energy work? E-
3: not exactly, <laughs> okay. but for a lack of a better term, I just said energy work. Yeah. They'll, they'll email me and, and tell me about a problem that they're having, and I'll meditate yeah. and just hear what divinity's telling me.
0: Right. That's energy and, work. Okay. Well, yep.
3: recently I've been li- reading John Holland's book about um, developing your intuition. The power and of the doing, soul.
0: Is it the power of the soul, or is it different? A different book of his.
3: Um, I don't think it's the power. Okay, of the soul, that's okay. I'm not sitting by it, but that's right. It's the, the, I'm doing some meditations on opening my chakras, and mm-hmm. since I've been doing that, I feel like I might be taking on some of the energy of the clients I'm sure. working with, kind of.
0: Mistakenly, <laughs> sure. So
3: I'm not sure what I've done to
0: myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of times when people are uh, opening up their chakra system or they sense something that they may, con- you know, consider um, a blockage, it's actually really good to sense your energy system. And and most of our energy systems for all of us require some work. So I've had people come to me all upset about their energy system when. I just see them actually moving progressively and in a positive way. That is how I feel about you. But I will tell you that I do think you hold on to other people's energy longer than you need to. Um, I was fortunate enough years ago to work with a physician doing medical intuitive diagnoses and energy work. And we had a patient who um, taught at a a well-known healing school. And so when, when I would work on her, she would teach me. And one of the things she taught me is to let the energy to move all the way through my body. So... Sometimes what happens is we try to avoid the stagnant energy, um, which takes energy to do that. And usually when we're trying to avoid something, we're literally attracting it to us. Or we pull it in and we don't let it move through. So when you're doing your meditation, if you can focus on the energy moving, because it's coming into you to gain an awareness. It's almost like you're moving into their body and, and assessing things. Or at times they're moving into yours. And so when that's happening, allow the energy of of them to move all the way through you. And then I would, one of the things I love to do is to, you can just say a prayer afterwards, or as you're ending your meditation, maybe the last several minutes, only those who are here for my highest good may remain in my energy system.
3: Beautiful. Yeah. And that, that really seems like it's hit because lately I've been, I don't know why, but I've been really focusing on the, you know, what you resist persists and, Right, that lesson has been repeating itself over and over again. Well,
0: well, it's kind of scary. You know, I I know that I was frightened initially. All this energy would come at me and then come in my body. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I going (laughs) to do with this? And then, of course, the answer was so simple. Just let it move through. I'm like looking down at this lovely woman going, oh, yeah, good idea. Thanks. (laughs) So, again, the answers to life are relatively simple i'm sure they're even more simple than that but you're doing great work and and it's exciting and fascinating you're being and what's happening with your energy system is you're becoming you're, you're getting calibrated so you may feel surges of energy throughout the day um because your energy system is being calibrated so that you can do this type of work and and let it feed you and sustain you and continue to do more of it so it's quite lovely well thank you so much you're welcome great. I did. I found you on Don Holland's show. Too. Oh, that, thank you so much for listening. That was so wonderful of him to have me as a guest.
3: It was a great show. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. And have a wonderful evening in Alabama. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, Fran. Good luck with your bye. work. Thank you. Uh-huh, bye bye. So why don't we go ahead and continue on with the phone lines?
1: Okay, we've got um, Marga calling from Charlottesville, Virginia. Great. Hi, Margo. It's Marga. Yeah,
0: Marga. Hi. Marga. How are,
1: how hi. are you?
6: I am
0: good, a little tired, but good. (laughs) Okay. What can I do for you tonight?
6: Um, I am calling with a career question. I am working on slowly developing my own business. Right. And um, part of that, I think, might include some public speaking.
0: I agree completely. (laughs) You're absolutely on the right track, and not just some of it, but I think a fair amount of it will include some public speaking public speaking, but go ahead and finish your question. <laughs>
6: okay. So, um, and actually I do some of that now
0: actually Great. I teach and um, great
6: do consulting in that, but it's nerve wracking.
0: <laughs> what part's ner- nerve wracking?
6: Um, I just find I have to really kind of take a lot of time before I do a speaking engagement and... Mm-hmm. I go over everything, and mm-hmm. I I think I get myself all worked up. You now, do, once yeah. And then once I'm there, I'm fine. Yeah, and I feel great. But yeah. I think I'm I I really don't like that that
0: other part. Well, and and, and you know, well, here's my impression. Um, stop preparing. You are incredibly intelligent. You know exactly what you're talking about. You love it when you get there, so you know that this is a part of your life path, because that's a sign. Well, you know. For all of you that are listening out in radio world, if you're doing something and it's not making you happy, then it's draining your energy, and it's a sign that you need to find something else to do for a living. And the same thing is true if you're home. You're going to your house, and it's not fun for you. It's draining your energy. It's time to move. You know, it, the universe is simple in that. It's, it's not about processing because that's what human beings do. We process and process things to death, trying to come up with some other option than what our own being is telling us quite easily. And your being is saying, stop preparing. You don't need to. You absolutely don't need to. In fact, what it does is it lowers your energy. It exhausts you. And what, I've, what I can see that you do is now you've devoted more time to prep work because you know you're going to get tired. So in my mind, you thought, well, if I put more time to it, then I won't be so exhausted. But your being is saying, you don't need to prep work. In fact, you're so good on the fly. You're great on the fly. Right. And and you know what you're teaching and you know what you love and you're going to get the download, as you always do, you know, kind of information from source downloading into your body so that you can do your wonderful work. So why don't you, before your next speaking, and it's going to make you nervous. You may feel like you need to have a couple glasses of wine in the evening a few days before you do your speaking engagement because you're going to just think you're nuts. But I'm going to tell you how much prep work I do. Very little, maybe 20 minutes, maybe. And Mm -hmm. I teach a lot and I love to teach just like you do. So it's not necessary. This is a natural gift that you have and you're much better on the fly. So
6: I probably, I was thinking about going to Toastmasters.
0: You don't need to. It's not necessary. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah, no, just stop prepping. You don't need to do it. Okay. Okay?
6: Can I ask you one question? Sure, go ahead. I listened to some of your podcasts, and there was one guy who talked about the liver, gallbladder. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. So um, I was just curious about that, If, if you recommend that.
0: I think he's wonderful. Andreas Mortz is a, mm-hmm. a man who he actually used to work with Deepak Chokra, So he's been in the healing arts for a very long time. And he has a book on the gallbladder and liver cleanse, which mm-hmm. might be important. I'm gl- glad you brought that up. I should have thought about that with our first caller from Spain. And it's a very simple homeopathic recipe. Um, you, you can just, I'm sorry, I don't know his website off the top of my head, but you could Google. I have it. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Excellent. So you can, um, you know, contact him, purchase the book. Um, you can even call him and talk to him on the phone. He's just a lovely, wonderful gentleman. So I think it's a really great program. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: Thanks All for right. the question.
0: All right. Thank you so much. And Thank I, you. I look forward to hearing about your speaking and how okay. easy it is for you. Prepping, not prepping. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. So why don't we go ahead and continue on with our phone calls?
1: Okay. We've got uh, Sue calling from Kirkland.
0: Hello, Sue. Hello. Hi. How are you? Fine, thanks. Great. What can I do for you tonight?
5: Um, well, my question is, um, for the last few weeks, every time I come home, you know, I might have had a good or bad day at work, whatever. I love coming home. I love my husband. I love my house. But I get home and I'm extremely grouchy. (laughs) And I don't know why. My husband doesn't know why. Um, He says I've been depressed lately. Uh And, you know, for the last two years, we've been trying to have a child. Uh And we've gone to the doctors and the doctors have said that, you know, we have our issues, but there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to have a child. Right. And so I don't know if that pressure is just wearing on me Uh or what is going on in my life.
0: Well, I um, I believe that whatever the issues are, they are definitely family related, and I believe when women have you know reproductive problems, um, whether it's fibroids or infertility problems or whatnot, menstrual cramping, it, a lot of it, especially when it's chronic or it's lasted longer than they would like, it has to do with, about their relationship with their mother. And um, is your mother living? Yes. Yes. And and so maybe it's your mom's mom that's hanging around you if she's on the other side. But I think your family members on the other side are trying to push you to resolve whatever hurt feelings or things that haven't worked out as well as you would like regarding your mom. And so what you're actually feeling is you're feeling pressure from the other side, from another dimension, because you have told the universe how much you want to have a child. And the universe has heard you in spades. And so now you even have family part of your hereditary line, family members pushing on you, helping you come to some resolution about this. In other words, asking you to do some inner work regarding this. Does this make sense? Hmm.
5: It does, but, you know, my relationship with my mom is fine. I love my mother. We get along great. Mm -hmm. Um, We go out to dinner all the time, and Mm -hmm. we travel together. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I I I I mean, I certainly do believe you because you're living your life, but I'm in preteen I'm in teen I, I'm, I'm in conflict um, with your mom and even though you may be getting along now perhaps it was a, a an important time period in your life where you didn't because what I'm being told is one of the things that's frustrating with your mom is sometimes her not listening to you mm. would you say that's true Yes,
5: I would say that's true. Yeah. And, and I come from tradition that, you know, your elders say something, and, and basically that's what they have to say, and you listen.
0: Yeah, and I think that's and just... And even
5: sometimes if I don't agree with my mom, I just yeah. have to listen and, right. and go away with it. And you know what? And that... I, I...
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I keep interrupting you because my brain moves very, very quickly, but I just think that sucks. Be- because I believe children are our best teachers, and I think parents are incredibly blessed when they sit down and take notes from, like, age one. <laughs> because children are here to teach us and your and your mother she is a good woman I agree she's kind she's sociable you know there's no major red flags but I think there's frustration and anger regarding your relationship and I do believe that you feel that you haven't been heard and so even though this doesn't seem like a big issue it is and see that's the one thing that that you're beginning to understand is that things don't have to be alarmingly out of whack to for us to create problems regarding it emotionally you know, because a lot of people think, well, you know, m- my childhood wasn't that bad. I'm like, yeah, well, but maybe on an emotional level, it it was for you. And so... So how do you think I can resolve those issues? Yeah, no, good question. First of all, I think that you may want to change your belief system. Because I think that your insights are valuable. Um, recently, my mother called me because she didn't really listen to me. I was actually seeing my own teenage years when I was getting your teenage years. Um, and she recently called me and apologize for not listening to me when I was a kid. It was a very healing experience for me. I think that you're going to have to start telling your mom what you think. I think you're going to have to start telling her if you disagree with her or not because that's what a real relationship is about anyway, regardless if someone's your parent or your grandmother or your great aunt. You're not having a real relationship with them if you're not being heard, if you don't get to express who you are. So that's where I would start. And then what I would do is... What helps the second chakra, because a lot of women tend to repress frustration and anger in their second Mm -hmm. chakra, I would throw a few temper tantrums a week.
5: I'd, Mm -hmm. I'd lay down
0: on the floor and kick and scream and yell at the top of your lungs.
5: But do you think that that's part of the reason why I've been coming home so grouchy?
0: I I think the real reason why you're coming home grouchy, because I think the repressed anger has been there for a while, quite frankly. I don't see any new anger. I think it's because your ancestors are trying to help you and they're pushing all your buttons and it's irritating. And they're hanging out at your house. But really what they're trying to do is to help you and you've asked for their help, basically.
6: Yeah. So I'm
5: just wondering why. The only person that I take my anger out on is my husband.
0: Because you love him and you trust him and you feel safe. And you're lucky to feel that way about him. Yes, I agree. (laughs) So start thanking those ancestors for stepping up to the plate and bringing something to your awareness. Kick and scream. And please tell your mother what you really think. She needs to learn anyway. Okay. Okay. And then you can, you know, send us a picture of that beautiful baby that comes. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're here on the Marie Manucherry Show. We are talking about chakras and energy medicine, and we still have several people on the line, so we're going to go ahead and go to the phone
1: lines. Anyway, we've got uh, Nancy on the phone right now from Newcastle, Washington.
0: Hi, Nancy. Hello. Are you there? Hi, this is Nancy. Hello. How are you this evening? Fine, thank you. Great. What can I do for you tonight?
7: Well, I didn't think I had a question until I listened to the <laughs> right before me and it's like, right. Oh, that's what it is. So thank you for taking my call. I love your show. Oh
0: thank um, you. Thank you for listening.
7: I um I am moving so slowly in a direction of um that I wanna go. I'm a professional life coach and I have one foot in uh that business and one foot in an old um, corporate, corporate America, shop. yeah. Yeah. And that and,
0: foot is getting tired.
7: Oh my gosh, it's like it's it's the, the size is getting bigger and the shoe is getting heavier, and I'm, I'm wondering what in the heck is the drag on it and what it is that, um, that you might see or that I, you know, might be my kind of kick in the pants, if you will. <laughs> uh,
0: and I love your energy, by the way. Your clients are very fortunate to have you as a well, coach. thank you. You're welcome. Um, well, first and foremost, as you know, we can only do so much at a time. Mm -hmm. And so when you work for the universe, you know, when you have a job and you're an employee of the universe, um, the universe um, doesn't want you to be depleted, you know, because the universe is still looking for a lot of recruits, people who want to work for the health and well-being of others with integrity and love and with the humbleness, which you have. And so here you have this one foot in corporate America, and it's really time for you to leave. It's time for you to take your foot out, shut the door, run in the other direction. And for whatever reason, probably for some common sense reasons, you're not doing it. And so the universe is, is, um, perhaps not even, it, I mean, your practice looks great to me, but maybe it's not building as quick as you want to, or as you would like it to. And maybe that's what you're waiting for before you take your foot out. But the universe is saying, take your foot out, let the door shut, turn and walk away and then everything else will work out. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you have to, uh. you have to jump <laughs> off the cliff.
7: I know, but but common sense, yes, Uh you're right, and common sense says
0: not yet. No, 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 because you need the energy. See, corporate America is, is draining you energetically, and so... It's kind of like at my work after a while because I did all my own phones and appointments and after a while I was uh-huh. just exhausted. So I finally had to hire an assistant to help me. And it wasn't because I don't like answering the phone. And, of course, now I hardly ever answer the phone. It's because there were other things that I needed to do. And so that, that's what happens is the universe shows you from a tactile because you tactically know that you don't need to be there. It doesn't feel right. And so, it, So that's the sign. It's okay. simple. It's easy. And now you need to pull your foot out, let the door shut, and walk away. And then everything will magically unfold for you. Really. And, and let's put it this way. Before you do that, because I can just see, you're, you're just, you should see your, your aura right now. It's just like freaking out a little bit, a little bit scared, yeah. a little fried. And, and you know that this advice I'm giving you is probably similar advice that you would give some of your clients. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so before you take your foot out and let the door shut and walk away, why don't you work on feeling good about leaving? you know, getting your energy up high, your frequency, learning how to trust and, and know that the universe is here to support you. I think that would benefit you more so that you don't have a freak out period.
7: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So maybe spend the next couple of months, you know, like um, one of my favorite books is called Quantum Success by Sandra Ann Taylor. And um, it's, oh, okay. it's a wonderful book about having your energy in a particular way as you're creating your dream job. Um, and, oh. and so that would be a fabulous book to read. Oh, great. Thank you. I will. Great. Great. And congratulations. Okay. And um, I already see you pulling your foot out, so I know you're going to do it in the next couple of months. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'm just saying congrats. Well,
7: thank you very much. And thanks for the for acknowledging that, um, that there, there is a freak out and, and that I <laughs> yeah. can keep moving in spite of it. Absolutely. <laughs> How did you see that? My goodness.
0: <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> I know. And you do it well. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Great. Bye. Bye-bye now. So, Tom, why don't we go ahead and continue with our callers?
1: Okay. We've got Chris calling us from Linwood.
0: Hi, Chris. How are you? Hello. Hi. What can I do for you tonight? This is Marie. Hi,
8: Marie. Um, I, like the other caller, was kind of <laughs> stuck at corporate America for a while. And right. So the universe took me down because I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> and so this last year, I've been working on turning all of that around and just wanted your feeling on how everything is going Mm -hmm. and if there's certain areas that I need to concentrate on.
0: Well, first, I want to say sorry for the takedown. You know, what happens is when we reach a certain level of consciousness, but yet we're not taking action. Sometimes the universe just kind of pulls a little rug out from underneath of us, but it can be really uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm saying I'm sorry that you had to go through that. But, you know, I'm
8: thankful for the experience at the same time.
0: <laughs> Good for you. That's a perfect attitude. That's absolutely perfect. This is what I'm getting. It's going to be important for you to shift your frequency. You you are, you have great common sense, by the way, and you tend to be somewhat of a literal linear, linear thinker in my mind, which is very important when you're living in the third dimensional world. You know, even as woo-woo people, we need to be able to uh, to operate well in the physical reality. At least that's what I believe. And so... Frequency means that the the vibration of, and I'm sure you know this, the vibration of your body and your energy around you is requiring um, an upgrade, if you will, or an adjustment. It needs to be different. Okay. And so what that means is that, um, first of all, when I look at some of your friends around you, and I apologize for saying anything negative about them, but they tend to be kind of negative people.
8: I have several, yes. Mm -hmm.
0: And so that lowers your frequency as well. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. Uh, There's a, a, I I love reading books, and I've learned a lot from the books that I've read. Um, And James Ray recently wrote a book called Harmonic Wealth. And in it, he talks directly about surround yourself with people who you inspire to be like. Okay. And I see the opposite. I think you have people around you who, if they were more positive, would inspire, would be inspired to be more like you. But they tend to get jealous. They're kind of selfish. And, and they're not real cheerleaders for you in your life. And I'm, not, I'm sure it's not all of them, but, you know. No,
8: but I know there are several. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So first thing I would do is get rid of the friends. Okay. And you will probably have a downtime in between friends. So, you you know, just know that you're going to have to fill a little bit of your space on your own. And during that time, I'm going to ask that you get really, really, really happy. Okay. Have you um, read any of of the Esther and Jerry Hicks books? Yes great and so the 17 second exercise where you acknowledge um, okay. negative thoughts that you may have and then think of something positive for 17 seconds okay that you love that's what I would do and, and then I think everything's things will just start to naturally unfold after that in a, I'm about it in a six month time period I think between now and four months there's gonna be some adjustment with friends and all of that and then by the time you're at six months you're gonna go oh finally and you're gonna <laughs> f- feel like you're walked out of a cave
8: okay do you see anything um in my um work situation
0: well, and again, I'm sorry, but I don't really like your work. I don't know what you do, and I apologize for that, but my shoulders just contracted and got kind of tight. Mm-hmm. so do you like your job
8: actually i'm not, I'm not working right now oh, okay so, so right now I'm very happy but okay it's reality
0: right, so are you looking at jobs that you don't want to take
8: uh yeah, I do okay, keep doing that, and I'm not real yeah. happy.
0: Yeah. So that's probably why my shoulders were contracting. Please okay. don't do that. It, you know, part of shifting a frequency is believing that you can have a life that you love that makes you enormously happy, that you deserve that. And you don't even have to know what it is. You can just literally have an intention that, wow, I have a great job and I love it. And I love the money that I make. That okay. is all you need to f- focus on. And then it will come to you. Okay. Okay. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening. Thanks. You too. All Bye. Bye. So we have one more caller on the line.
1: We do. We've got Renee on the line from Oceanside, California. Great.
0: Hi, Renee. Hi, Marie.
9: How are you? Oh, I'm good. It's so great to talk to you. I just, I love what you do.
0: Thank you. Do I know you? Have, have we met in person? No. Oh, well, it feels like I know you.
9: I feel very connected to you. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. Um, but I just, you know, I've been able to use my intuition to help people. Good. And like you, it's just something that came on suddenly, and it's been just about over a year now.
0: Oh, congratulations.
9: Thanks. And what I want to know, though, is I want to know how to be able to help myself, because Ah. right now I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. I want to feel good about what I do. I want to be able to provide for my family. Yeah. I don't want to feel stuck in a rut. Yeah. And I just, what is it I'm not doing? It's like, am I blocked somewhere? Am I... I don't know. Just anything you can tell me sure. would be great.
0: And, and I actually love your question because I believe we can help people to the level that we have helped ourselves. And okay. and so that's why I'm always working. I'm, I feel like I'm in the lab all the time doing this <laughs> internal work. Here's what I think that you need because you are so good with other people and you really do help them. Are you charging them when you're helping no. them? Okay, well, that's a problem, number one. You know, if, if you're going to help other people, there needs to be an exchange of energy. And maybe they're going to buy you food or mow your lawn. Or they're going to write you a check. So that's something that you need to get comfortable with. Okay. Number one. And number two, I do think you need to join a group. Uh, I think that you tend to have a limited vision of yourself mm-hmm. and you don't really see how lovely you are and how good you are, even though you're happy and grateful for the experiences you've had in this last year, mm-hmm. you still can't quite see who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So I would love for you to join a group of individuals that are like-minded, who work on supporting one another, or even create a a vibrational group, people who Mm -hmm. are going to support one another, think positively, give great suggestions to one another. You need support and you need support from peers. So the group of friends that you have right now, although I like them, they're very sweet. They're energetically in terms of where you're going, they are not your peers. No, I agree. Okay. I I, I do like them. They're lovely people. Very, yeah. Yes. I have good friends. Yes. Congratulations on that. But now you need to have people in your life who are your peers. So start looking around for peers, people who that you admire, who you feel are talented, who you feel want to move positively in this type of healing work that you wish to do, Mm -hmm. and then create a group to support one another equally because that's what you need. Okay. Does that make sense?
9: Okay, it does. Good. I just, uh, do you, is this something you feel that I can do professionally? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. I, thank again, you. Again, it was calling. a pleasure to talk to you.
0: You too, Renee. Thank okay. you so much. Bye bye. So we're wrapping it up here on the Marie Cherry Show. Um, We have been live here in Seattle, and I'm just going to go over a few things. We will be preempted next Thursday night. Um, I think it's some sports. Do you know what it is, actually? I'm asking Tom, our audio guy, and he's looking at the calendar. What is it?
1: It's uh, Seattle Storm. Oh, gonna so. Going to be playing New York that night.
0: So that's a, the women's basketball team, correct? Yes, it is. Okay, that's exciting. So we're like, go Storm. We're supporting Storm here because, you know, women's basketball is wonderful. I will, have, however, be live in the studio at noon next Thursday, which is unusual, but it's my day off um, because I'm not working next week. I'm actually out of the office, um, if you can believe it. And I'll be here in the studio at noon taking calls, and we'll, we will be talking on the air. Um, and then uh, I can't remember the date. I'm so sorry, because my lovely friend Robin Pasquale, um who's going to be um, coming to my house this weekend, she's going to be in the studio in July and we're going to be talking about naturopathic medicine. So I'll give you more heads up about that next week when we're live at noon. I want to thank everyone so much for listening to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Thank you again, John Holland, and for allowing me to be a guest on Hay House Radio. I look forward for further um, moments on the air with John and all the people that listen to Hay House. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, joyful blessings, and I'll talk to you next week at noon. Good night.
1: Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life will be taught August 16th at the Bellingham Public Library, Fairhaven Branch, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our lives are a reflection of our beliefs. Beliefs live deep in the human body, and many people have an unconscious connection with their belief system. What would it be like if you discovered what your true beliefs are saying to you day in and day out? Most human beings have negative beliefs and have no idea what their belief system is telling them day after day. Imagine what it would be like if you discovered what your true beliefs are. Imagine if you could change negative beliefs into positive empowering beliefs. This class will show you how. This exciting new class has gotten rave reviews, and here's what some of the class participants have been saying. This class is eye-opening. I had no idea what my beliefs were, and now I feel empowered to change them. It was fun to see, almost humorous, how we can rationalize our beliefs. I appreciated the tools needed to change them. Space is limited. Registration by phone is available at 425. 445-1848 or on the web at www.energyintuitive.com.
5: Music, the stuff of creation.
1: What a powerful tool for healing, inspiring, and connecting us to source.
5: And to each other. We'll talk about it, we'll play it.
1: We'll have a lively discussion with guests who are doing it.
3: So join us Monday and Wednesdays.